I think it's Get Valiant 182. What about you guys? How you doing? We're doing good. Just excited for the big 182, you know? Yeah. Um, this is a little bit of a different episode for you, Hoosier. <laughs> Let's just uh, call out the elephant in the room right quick. <laughs> I can't control Mother Nature. Uh, Why? My power, oh, you know, because the Geomancer's dead. I don't know. Glad didn't do his damn job. And now shit's going to hell. I don't know. Freaking people invading the capital and freaking the geomancers letting wind blow over Seattle. So, so I, I'm in my truck. Um, over 300,000 houses in Seattle are without power right now. Um, and sitting at home in the dark with no internet doesn't sound like fun. So I'll sit in my truck in the dark. What do you, what do you, you fellas? Are you in like your? Are you in like a driveway or a, a parking garage? Like, are like people gonna come by and be like, "What are you doing on your laptop in your car in the dark?" So I kind of live out in the boondocks just a little bit, and uh, so I have to drive a little bit to get better phone reception. So I'm like actually in front of like some like shithole gas station or the Rusty Elbow Pub and Grub. So call out to those guys for letting me sit in their driveway right now. I guess they're letting me. Without <laughs> their consent. Yep. Very awesome. Very awesome. Well, we're glad we're glad that we got to do this, you know, because we we we've, we've kind of gone a couple weeks without being able to do an episode. So. Well, not by choice, by uh books. Yeah. Haven't had much to talk about unfortunately, but we do have a book to talk about this week and uh a book it is. And what is <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, were you gonna say something again, Eric? I'm sorry. I'm just glad that you. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, we still have it. That's what I have to say right here. <laughs> that's a spoiler alert, guys, because Eric spoils shit, and that's what happens. Yeah, I don't get to talk apparently. <laughs> um. Oh, we get to talk about a book. Um, there's not a whole lot else. Um, the only other news coming right now is that there was an advertisement in this issue that Exo Manowar is going to be coming back in the summer. Which is weird. So we got, uh, I guess, one more issue. Is that right? And then, then August? I don't know if this was the end of the arc. This or, or wait, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm crossing over today's book. That seemed like it would have been either a good beginning or a good end of an arc. So, yeah, I think it's uh, one more issue. And then August, he's going to face his biggest threat ever. Man. It's all sure. the biggest threat ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why he's got the cup in his uniform now. His little outfit has that cup. So oh, that way man. he doesn't have to face the biggest thing. <laughs> Christ. Um. <laughs> Kind of a bummer, you know. I mean, like the book just launched, and we've already had so many other hiccups with publishing just throughout the the entire industry as it, as it has been. And 
So it's kind of a bummer to get like three issues right now. We got one more coming out and then we're going to get a couple months break. Um, but I do, I mean, we'll have other books. It's just, I don't, I'm kind of confused by what the, the publishing schedule is looking like for Valiant right now. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. So, I mean, I don't know how two books afford keeping the staff and that's, that's kind of worrisome. So. Yeah. And I mean, like I was talking before we came on air, you know, a lot of publishers right now are still just pumping out a bunch of books. So I don't know exactly what's going on with Valiant where they can only do two books. And I'm hoping that it's just not something grave where it's like, they're not doing good financially, you know, like no one wants to hear that about like the books that they collect that, you know, that they might not be around, but it's just kind of a bummer when like we get two books and then they can only keep two books. Like it was, it was bad enough when they can only do six. And those were like, I mean, man, there's a lot of episodes where I bitched about that, where they would only do like six books a month. But I was really hoping that with, you know, the solicitations being as they were, we'd start getting, we'd start ramping up a little bit. That's what I was looking forward to as well. <clears throat> and yeah. we know there's a ton of stuff that they're trying to get out. So I, I just hope this isn't going to be some kind of weird case of like musical chairs where it's like, we can't publish Bloodshot because we want to do Shadow Man. And then we can't do EXO because we want to do, say, Ninjack or Harbinger or just something, you know, like, I just hope that, you know, I'd like to yeah. think that we're all still here. There's still just as many fans that want to buy the books as before. Um, they don't have to tell me everything. You know, Valiant doesn't have to tell me every little thing that's going on. I'm just a fan. You Why know, not? but well, I mean, it'd be nice. It'd be nice if I had that kind yeah. of pull and that kind of say, but at the same time, like, I get it, you know, like, they don't have to tell me anything, you know, but I, it just makes me kind of concerned a little bit as a fan and, like, as a person who's been collecting mm -hmm. these books for as long as I have, um, that, yeah. you know, things aren't as good as they are, and maybe it's not just the pandemic. That's it. And, and I think some dialogue to that, like, as a fan, I am buying, like, I'm starting to buy more big two books again. And because I'm not getting my itch right now because of just the only the two Valiant books um, that I'm getting back into Batman, getting, you know, buying that weekly again, um, which I hadn't done in a long time. And so it's that need. So I don't know if others are that way where you either and I'm buying a lot more hardcovers because <laughs> I want more to read. Um and that's well, just kind of the way things have been for me. I, no, I, I agree with that completely. Like right now, I, I like I've like I mentioned offline, like I, I buy a lot of IDW books. And IDW does G.I. Joe American Hero. And they have a Snake Eyes miniseries. They do Dungeons and Dragons. They do Sonic the Hedgehog and My Little Pony, which I buy for my kids. Um, they do Transformers. They for do the kids. <laughs> like, dude, so over the summer, they did the... Um, San Diego Comic-Con books online for IDW. And I was like, oh, I'm going to buy a bunch of stuff for myself because I'm not buying any Valiant books. There's no books out really, you know? And I bought my daughter the My Little Pony Transformers crossover issue one. And I didn't think much of it. It's in her box right now. It's in a box in her room right now in her little My Little Pony comic book box. That book at the time was like selling for like $100 online. Yeah. And it took a lot to not be like, give me that book. <laughs> I need that book. <laughs> But it's hers, you know? Yeah. But no, I, I'm totally the same way. Like, I mean, that's just IDW. I buy a lot of stuff. I buy all the Yusagi Ajimbo stuff they put out. But yeah. now I'm like, oh, what's what's Scout doing? What's Vault doing? What's Aftershock doing? 
And yep. so, like, I mean, like, I've got the money to buy six value books. They come back out, you know, but right. they're not there. Yeah, honestly, where I'm at is um, because there's so few Valiant books, and Valiant is pretty much what I collect. I mean, it has made me stop reading comics as much. Um, and now I'm focused on other things. I have other hobbies and stuff that I've been putting my time into. Oh, so, my God. What? Like, Valiant, Valiant I, hope you, I hope Valiant hears this. You are you can't do this to Eric. We well, need you to get, ramp up production again. We can't have that- him leave comics. That's my fear, though, is that you're going to help get somebody else invested in something else. They're gonna they're gonna go off and reinvest into Batman and be more hooked on that when something else comes out. They're going to go invest in or not invest in comics as much and find something else. Um, yeah, I mean and, that's where and they might not come back. Be- they, the fan might not come back because of it. Yeah, and I mean, if Valiant ramps back up, I'm going to be here for it. You know, I'm not I'm not running away from Valiant, but. I will say that Valiant has been the core drive for my interest in comic books for quite a long time. And buying Valiant comic books has given me an excuse to buy other comic books. And I'm reading Valiant comic books and it's given me an excuse to read other comic books. But um, having so little Valiant to read, it's gotten to the point where that's all I'm getting is the Valiant books. And I'm just putting my time and money and energy into other things. And it's it's hard to stay invested in in comic books as a whole, um, and I want that to come back. You know, I want to have six books a month again, so I have a reason to go to the comic shop every week. You know, I want to have um, I don't know. I just want more books. I want more stories. I want more Bloodshot. I want more EXO Shadow Man. I want to read Final Witness for once. You know, I, I want to actually get these books in my hands and um, get back into the swing of comics and stuff, you know, but it's, it's been difficult for me. Yeah. You know, and you know, the thing is like you point out that as a reader, your primary focus is Valiant and then you casually will like some other books, you know, because you, you go for the Valiant books and then you're like, but while I'm here, I might pick up this book. I might pick up that book. And for some readers and maybe like quite a few readers, it might be the exact opposite where they're there for Batman books. They're there for Spider-Man. They're Marvel zombie. They're totally into DC. And then they're like, Oh, and then casually I like bloodshot. I like uh, Exo man of war. I like Rye. And those are the people that I feel like they're going to lose just because those books disappear. I was looking at DCBS today because I I've been kind of I've done a couple orders here and there, and uh, so like I've been like oh I like to buy my books off there too. I still have a hold at a comic book shop, but I like to get like my hardcovers and trade paperbacks online because it's just so much cheaper. And before on DCBS, there's a Valiant tab under the pre-orders, and that pre-order is blank for Valiant. And I think yeah. you actually have to look inside the others. But man, like what a like crappy thing that is. Where I think like like when I looked at it, I was like, Valiant not have any books that month? Like that stinks. Like they don't need it. They don't need any more help, like not getting books to people, you know. Like <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like the casual like the fan that like occasionally picks up, they're gonna be the one that misses out, you know, just because they're not as dedicated. They're not they're probably not spending all their time on Facebook groups for Valiant or listening to podcasts they're not like they're not diving into it like we are you know where it's our primary collectible that we like right so. right 
<clears throat> but, I mean, we could bitch and moan. I mean, we got bearded white guy in a truck already. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, he's angry about something, damn it. <laughs> we can. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm going to drive off this cliff, guys. So I'm in Louise. No, right now. You, but you right gotta now. have a you need to have a Louise with you to do that. You can't just be the. Well, what do you do, guys? Both of you are my Louises. You know, like that's why you're here virtually. I'm probably like two Louises, you know, at this point. <laughs> and I'm chopped liver. <laughs> so anyway, this week, yeah, this week we saw Bloodshot number ten come out, uh, written by Seely by Tim Seely, art by. A little bit by Brett Booth, and then I can't remember the name of the other artist. I apologize. Pedro. 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 Um, Pedro Andreo, right? Am I, am I remembering that correctly? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. And so, um, as a recap, you know, um, we're introduced, I think fully introduced to uh, Wilfred Wiggins, who, if you saw the Bloodshot movie, you, you remember him as a character. And he just, he's talking the Bloodshot and the that place he's in, in another dimension. And uh, this one, this issue, without getting, we'll get into some of the other things that happened in it, but like, I thought that this issue was very much almost like a sequel of sorts to the movie. Where it, if you watch the movie, so many of the elements of the movie were in this issue. Whether it was like Wilfred Wiggins and another character that shows up uh, near the end and Chainsaw is, is is mentioned, although in the movie they're not mentioned as chainsaw at all. But I thought in the really in the movie graphic novel they were. Yeah, in the book they are. Awesome. Good Damn. job. I know. I'm I'm got a new setup here, so like. I thought you 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 seem like the angry white guy throwing shit. I am. The angry, <laughs> I am always angry. That's okay. my secret. I'm always. Angry. Um. Yeah, I don't. I actually have to disagree. I didn't really feel like this felt like a, this didn't seem like a movie sequel to me. It had elements from the movie and that's cool. Um, but to me, this did feel like a continuation of Tim Seeley's run. Um, it just felt like a lot going on in this issue. We got I, So one thing I would say real quick is I don't, I'm not saying it like in a negative, like I'm not oh, saying, sure. yeah, no, like, but I do agree with you on that. Like it did seem like there was kind of a lot going on here. Yeah, there was a ton happening in this book. Um, we had, you know, Wilfred Wiggins. I mean, he technically got introduced previously um, in a couple of other issues, but um, we had, we got to learn about the relationship building between Bloodshot and Wiggins. And then um, KT got introduced, and then there was the callback to the free comic book day issue where he's on that pirate ship. And there was... Um, PRS coming back. There was the whole uh, Wiggins in a bar being accosted by some New Jersey gangster guy that didn't wasn't satisfied with the program that he bought from Wiggins, and um, and then PRS is back, and um, and then the big reveal at the end. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. We get Rampage again, and that actually is really exciting to me. Um, <laughs> What? <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Nothing. I just saw the spoiler thing at the bottom. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, big time spoiler. Rampage shows up at the end. Um, and like to me, that is huge that we're getting. You know, I think one of the complaints a lot of people have had is that some of these new series don't feel like they're set in the same continuity as previous stories. And getting that huge callback to, you know, stuff that's gone on in previous stories means that we're going to get Omen addressed to some degree. I mean, it has to be, right? We're going to get um, some kind of explanation of what's happened to Rampage uh, from the last time we saw him until now. We're going to get, you know, a lot of these explanations, even if they're brief, you know, that's all we need is a couple sentences about, like, here's what happened and here's where we are now. Awesome. But, you know, I'm just excited that we're going to see this other character because Rampage was introduced by Jeff Lemire, you know, as far as the um, VEI universe is concerned. Um, Rampage was introduced by Jeff Lemire and then never used. Like, he was only in the one story. So knowing that he's coming back, that's really exciting. Oh, uh, like Scott said, they called back to Bloodshot USA when the um, nanites were used to uh, make people into Bloodshot zombies. Um, you know, there was a reference to that. There was a reference to um, definitely uh, K. And, um, you know, there's just so much going on in this issue. It felt a little bit overwhelming, but I'm just glad that we're getting these callbacks to previous continuity and we're seeing that this story is existing in the same timeline. Yeah. I, I, go ahead, John. We haven't heard about Oh, I was going to say uh, everything you guys said. And then you also got Mr. Toll back, you know, brainless Mr. Toll. Like yeah. that was an interesting callback. I did not see that coming uh, in, a, in a bloodshot book necessarily. Um, I would have think more of a harbinger book because the last time I remember seeing him is Pete just like melted his mind. Um, and so it's, it's, I was thought, I thought that was interesting. Um, and, and like Eric said, I do hope that we get answers of what happened to Omen because rampage is the leader of Omen, Scarface's um, brother. So yeah. I hope there's really an answer to that, that they they kind of solved that. If it wasn't just PRS for the sake of being PRS. Um, but it, it was done with a lot, a lot thrown at. But we got to keep in mind, we only got like two issues of Tim Seeley's Bloodshot left after this. And that's why it's been advertised that that's going to end at that point. So bringing all of these pieces out to have in such a short time is where my concern is, but it's also my hope, right? That we're going to see more, that we're going to have uh, a further story here. Um, are they going to bring on a new writer right away? I doubt Bloodshot's going to be on the shelf for a very long time at all. Um, and that's the crossing of the fingers. Do we get the answer of Omen and why, where Rampage and where that happened and why he's with PRS? Why PRS is back? Why Doc, uh, Mr. Toll is back? Um, so there's lots of questions that lead to this. Like I say, they're concerns, but they're also a big, big hope uh, for this, that we get a great piece and a great connector to what is the future of Bloodshot within the comic part of it. Um, and then it's also, you know, it's cool getting Wiggins. He does seem a lot like the Wiggins from the, from the movie, I, I agree. But KT did not. She seemed more like a bubblegum chewing teen popper um, when they had her in the taxi cab or in the in the car with them. She seemed like a little bit younger, a little bit different of a vibe than what I remember from the movie. Um, and so that's that seemed like a little bit different, which I'm fine with a little bit of difference. I think that's great. Um, 
and that that's kind of the way it is. So I mean, what I guess to summarize is I think there's a lot of hope with this. This book brought up a lot of hope to see Brampage, a good form, formidable villain, PRS, which is a great, you know, group. And then you get some more of that support team, um, which I think is also needed too with, with KT and Wiggins. I think that's, that's cool. I hope that there's something that grows from it. Um, much like many other comic book tropes with their necessarily sidekicks, but their support team, their, their guys in the back cave, you know, their, their pennyworths, for example. Um, I think something like that is important and needed, uh, within some of these valiant characters. So I'm hopeful. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Eric. Oh, I just was going to say everybody needs the guy in the chair, right? Like I'm, I always think about Spider-Man, um, I think it was homecoming when, uh, Spider-Man's friend, Ned was like, I can be the guy in the chair. You know, I think about that a lot. Um, you know, every superhero needs the guy in the chair, and Bloodshot is getting that. And he's also getting, you know, another character who understands what it is to be modified and turned into a weapon against your will in KT. And, um, yeah, I just think that those characters were so awesome in the movie. It's really cool to see them make it into the comics. And then getting those callbacks to previous continuity, seeing K again on a billboard, seeing um, you know PRS coming back, seeing Rampage, that's just really exciting to me. Um, I just honestly, my only complaint about this issue was that so much was going on, I felt a little bit overwhelmed. Um, so that brought it down a little bit for me. Like it felt like so much was crammed in that um it was hard to focus on any one thing yeah i i I get that too you know i kind of like that though a little bit just because i feel like that's not normal of what valiant does and so like i think like every once in a while like give me an issue where there's a lot on the on the plate i'm kind of okay with it you know um and I think a lot of that just kind of has to do with the fact that it's a writer like Tim Seeley and the guy's been around for a very long time writing comics. Um, he, he just kind of knows like what he's doing. So I think like with him, like I'm hoping that this is the case with the book, but I, I hope that we get a really rad ending where it's, it's bloodshot versus rampage. We didn't get that with salvation. And I always thought that the ending of salvation was a, a, quite a bit of a letdown, you know, just because it seemed like, Lemire knew he was gone. He knew he wasn't going to stick with Valiant. So it's just kind of like, here's an ending. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, a, I mean, it's not my favorite Lemire work. Agreed. Um, so I I'm totally kinda, agree. And I'm kind of hoping here we're like, Seely's book's been pretty bloody and there's been a lot of action in this book. I'm hoping that's what we get, you know, or at least we get something, or at least we get like, if this thing ends in two months or in two more issues, but they at least give us an idea of like where the book's going to go like from here. I would be even okay then maybe being like, okay, we're not going to get that fight yet, but we know it's brewing. We know it's on the horizon. Um, I love all the little like things like Wiggins and KT and Mr. Toll. It kind of felt like, like they finally were like, we're finally going to give you guys all that continuity shit you've been complaining about. Everybody's been like, where, where does this book sit? We now know kind of where it sits now. Um, Still not really a mention of his family. You know, I think it got brought up like once in the book and that's it. Yeah. But I mean, that's okay. You know, I mean, they're not the focus of what's going on here. Someone else wants to write that book, I guess, then cool. But I don't know, man. And one thing we haven't talked about, I've loved the art throughout the entire issue. Um, both artists, I thought, did a great job on this. The coloring was, was 
well suited for what was delivered on the page. Dollhouse, yep. Yeah, I mean, so I think overall, I mean, it was it was a pretty good issue. I didn't even notice when the artist changed until well after it had happened, and I was like, oh wait, this is not the same artist. Um, yeah, there wasn't that much of Brett Booth, I don't think, in it. Right, but it didn't jump out at me as like, oh, these are the good pages and these are the bad pages, right? Like that didn't happen to me. For well, me yeah, yeah. yeah, there was no bad pages. You know, that's great. Yeah. And it did say like the art was kind of like when they were kind of going back a little bit, when they were going into bloodshot, he was doing his fight scene in the first couple pages. Then they would change over artists when Wiggins was working. Then you know what I mean? So it was, it was happening more frequent than you think, but it was done so well. And the way it was within telling the story really, really, really worked. And, and I'll tell you guys what I feel like the best thing about this book was it wasn't bloodshot rising spirit. <laughs> I mean, you could say that about anything, though. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like that's like, does it need to be said? That's how yeah. true it is. Okay. <laughs> it's like, you know, the sky, but, the sky is blue. Okay. Like, hey, let me, ask, let me ask you guys this, though. Like, because something that we've seen with this run is we've seen a lot of, like, kind of like an exploration of, like, what Bloodshot's abilities really are. And so, like, I feel like with when we were reading Lemire's run on it, it was a lot of, like, you know, bloodshot taking damage and healing. And that was really like the most of what his nanites were really used for. That was like the capability of them, you know, it's just like dishing out damage. <laughs> but with, with Sealy's run, we've seen a lot of stuff where it's like bloodshot can transfer himself into like different bodies with his nanites. What are your thoughts on that? Like, how do you guys feel about like, cause we saw like he was, the, he was the guy in the bar saving Wiggins and then they met up at the airport and he's in a different body then too. Love it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's called the 2012 of him shape-shifting. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. I, I mean, I, we just haven't. Yeah. I mean, I feel like with this run, like, you almost forget what he's capable of as a character. And it's been kind of nice, even though, like, you know, like, I think Reborn is still going to be, like, the number one bloodshot book for me when it's right. all said and done. And even though, like, we're not seeing as far of, like, what his capabilities were with that book. It's kind of nice to remember that he's actually he is a, a comic book character. Some of his abilities are really more than just like, hey, he can get shot and devour a cow, which is still cool though. Too. Yeah, but you I know, mean, but like, yeah, it's just it's just neat to see that you know, like it's it's good to see someone just kind of bring him back and and make him a little bit more of like a character on the page, but in a way that's like, like fun to read too. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see him use a little bit more of the invisibility that he used to use a little bit, too. I, I know that's one of the things that I, I think of the his powers that I remember in 2012 run that had with Shazinski that I thought was cool. Um, but and but you you go back to having the bat wings that he had in uh, Harbinger Wars, too, right? Um, which that was so cool. I don't think Eric loved it. Not many people liked that, um, partly because they're more disappointed with Livewire. Um but yeah, I, I'm loving it. I'm loving the, the the power sets that he's got. I mean, it, but it still goes with the character. It still makes sense with who he was. Um, and since 2012 has been brought up, it's been left out a little bit here and there from certain runs and certain parts, but it still ties into what we know, uh, having followed him since at least 2012. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that, um, as I was, I was kind of pointing to the stuff behind me, I'm a little bit of a bloodshot fan. Um, I like the character a little bit. 
And um, um, for me, like seeing all these different abilities, seeing all the different things that his nanites can do, it makes complete sense to me. His nanites should be able to do more than just heal him. So I'm I'm really liking things like. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, Scott. Absolutely. That was yeah. spot on awesome. I thought that was an amazing reference. Um that yeah, you Jared Leto looking motherfucker or whatever the guy said. <laughs> um but uh um thank you for bringing that up, Scott. But uh yes. Um, I've always thought like Bloodshot's nanites should be able to do a lot, right? And things like Wiggins downloading terabytes of data into his nanites, like that makes sense to me. Bloodshot should be able to like scan through massive amounts of data at a time. Bloodshot should be able to do those things. And, um, you know, he should be able to shape shift. He should be able to do all this other stuff. And finally seeing his power set used, um, it's really refreshing. You know, like we saw little bits of it in the 2012 run. Lemire didn't really use a lot of it. Like he delved into the character really deeply and that was awesome. And like Josh said, um, it's really hard not to consider reborn as, you know, the definitive bloodshot run that is, you know, going to still be at the top of the heap, but having Seely write this in a way where, you know, we're getting to see the breadth of what bloodshot can do we're seeing him learn new abilities. We're seeing him use old abilities he hasn't used in a while. You know, we're just seeing so much diversity from this character. Like, that's really exciting to me. And um, I think it's being done really, really well. For me, I think that this issue excels in a lot of places. Again, um, a lot of it, though, just the only negative for me, it comes down to that reading experience where I just felt so overwhelmed by this book, like so much was going on and it didn't feel, there are issues of comics where there's tons and tons going on that don't feel overwhelming. So that was the big negative was that there was so much going on here and it did feel like it was overwhelming me a little bit. So that's the big negative for me. Um, I still want to give this a really high score because it was good. The art was solid. The writing was there. The characterizations were awesome. Wiggins was amazing. I'm glad that KT is in the book as well. Um, for me, I'm going to come in at a 4.25. Pretty good. Uh, I'm going to come down just a hair low. It's a solid, very solid 4 out of 5. Good issue. Really good issue. You know, and I, I love the fact that this issue did kind of have a lot of everything. You know, we had a little bit of the talking parts, like the, the lot, a lot of Wiggins talking, uh, but we had a lot of action. We had a lot of people pop up that we didn't think were going to pop up. Like, I had no idea we were going to see Mr. Toll. I certainly yeah. didn't know we were going to see Rampage. So, I, I mean, we knew that, like, PRS was going to happen from the um, – I believe that was mentioned in the, the free comic book day issue, but right. just a, a, a good issue, man. I mean, a really good issue. They can't all be fives, but a four is pretty damn good, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I a lot of it is that it was pretty it was pretty busy. It was a busy book. Um, but I to a degree, like with some of these books, I, I appreciate the that the the more movement the better sometimes than the the complete kind of stale. Um I, I think that's kind of something is the case. So um I believe that throughout Seely's run, he's done three issue arcs, they've moved pretty quick. They remind me a little bit to a degree of Kent's um, EXO because he was doing in and out with uh, EXO runs uh, during his run. 
you know, the 2017 XO, I believe. Um, and so, and so there is that. Um, again, Art's killing it on this. Um, I'm sad that Josh is being so negative, Nancy, um, and Eric is so like way up there. So I think I'm going to go with a 4.15, um, <laughs> just because you know Eric's way too high, Josh is way too low. Um, 4.15, we know that's the right answer. And yeah, uh, I'm just a, I'm just like on. a glass half empty kind of guy, you know. We know it. <laughs> I mean. We know it. You throw your tablet earlier. I mean, just <laughs> come on, dude. Like, it's probably got broken screen and everything. It's just the camera's hanging on by duct tape. No. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm. I think Sean is kind of saying what I'm trying to say. Um, it's good to see the continuity callouts, but this issue was overfilled. It could have been a couple of really good fleshed out issues, but instead, it's one cramped issue. Um, I totally get where Sean's coming from on that. Um, the only reason why I think it makes sense to have done it this way is that we're in this moment where we're getting so little. Um, oh, well, thank you, Sean. I'm, I'm glad that, you know, we're, we're pretty much on the, um, on the same page. Um, even if your score isn't exactly where ours is, but you're, you know, agreeing with, uh, the things that we're calling out on the book. Um, but yeah, I think that like when we're at a point where there are only two books a month, books are taking hiatuses between arcs, things like that. It's nice to have an issue with so much jam packed into it. You know, I, I've complained about complained. I mean, I didn't really complain, but complained about um, the issue being too full. Um, but at the same time, the other side of that coin is that, you know, we need enough stuff happening to keep it going and to do what Hoosier was just talking about and fill a full arc in three issues. I mean, if you think about a DC book, they're, they're cramming and cramming. Valiant is cramming. 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 Valiant is cramming six issues of a DC book into three or four issues of a Valiant book. Right? You know, I mean, you read a DC book and they're just writing for the trade yep. there. I mean, I, I can think of certain Batman books where it was a six issue arc that could have been done in two or three issues. And I would much rather have an issue that's busy and a lot of things going on um, and feel like it detracts from the issue a little bit, as opposed to saying like, okay, this is so decompressed and so spread out that it just feels like the only purpose of this is to fill a trade so that you can sell it to me. Yeah, you know, I I was just thinking like with all this talk of like decompression, I've been reading through the early parts of Chris Claremont's Uncanny X Men run this week. So like, there's a, there's an omnibus of it starts at issue ninety four of Uncanny X Men. I've been reading that. Those books are like thirty plus years old, and a lot of shit happens in one issue. You know, like they go to like the moon, they come back. You know, Phoenix dies. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happens in like twenty four thirty pages. So. I don't necessarily hate having issues where like a little bit more stuff happens than it should because we kind of have gotten a little bit too decompressed, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, this isn't, I mean, I just, the other day I was thinking about something where I was like, man, that book is so slow. And that's really slow for like how books are decompressed now. Like what the hell are they trying to accomplish? I can't remember what book it was. It wasn't a Valiant book, but I mean, I don't know. I just think like, I get it. 
you know, because the books just haven't been like that since 2012. Right. You don't, you don't see a, a book where like a bunch of stuff just happens and a bunch of people just pop up out of nowhere, you know, like you might get like one person like, Oh, here's punk mambo, you know, or ninja just pops up, you know, like something like that maybe, but like, you know, I, I think like this book, it, it, it almost did seem like something not quite valiant just because of the way it was, where it was like, Hey, here's Wiggins. Here's KT toll PRS rampage. But I just don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's okay to do that. And plus I feel like, you know, they probably have to do that if the run's going to end at issue 12, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's the case, but I'm also wondering, is this, uh, you know, them doing their thing of saying, you know, rise ending at 10, it's the finale. Oh, rise coming back. Um, oh, Exo's leaving for a while. Oh, he's coming back. Is it, is it going to be a, a, an extended? Are we going to see more, right? Is it is it going to be more and it was just them, to a degree, toying with the reader of, hey, it's ending. Get I'm out sure there and buy it. Watch the conclusion. I mean, I'm sure they don't want to toy with us, you know? But, like, that's why, but that's why I said earlier, man. Like, it's just, it's so hard right now when, like, these, this is what I, I live for almost as a collector, you know? Like, I mean, like, I still look every day for, like, the Valiant books I don't have. Not saying I can buy them, but like I look for them all the time, you know, because I'm, I'm still trying to fill holes in my collection, looking for variants. Like I don't do that with anything else. And it's just hard when like we only get two books. And the yeah. thing that I worry about, the thing that I, re- I mean, shit, man, people bitch about like the books that we've had and the books have been good. I fear the day when we're only getting two books and like the fan base just hates one of them like really bad. Yeah. Because that's going to be rough. I I don't want to harp on this point too much, but what Sean is saying, you know, there are three editors at Valiant right now, and we're only getting two books a month. So who's, I know Heather and, and, and Lisa, so who's the other one? I don't remember. They announced a third editor that was hired, and I don't remember. It was somebody from another publisher, mm-hmm. and I don't. I don't memorize the news enough to remember his Greg name. Tom Barello. Greg Tombarello. Boom. I knew somebody could figure it out. Um, <laughs> I think it's, I think that's correct, right? I I um, don't know. I didn't I didn't see that. But that that's kind of weird though. I mean I want more books. I was really hoping that with new number ones being announced, knowing Shadow Man is coming. We still got Final Witness. We got Savage coming. We got all these new books that are supposed to be coming out. I was really hoping that we're going to get a ramp up. At least give us four or five books a month. That, to me, would make sense. Sitting at two books a month is just really hard to swallow right now. It is. I don't Um, want to harp on this point, though, because... Well... You know what? You're in luck because here's the thing, right? So if if you didn't get your Valiant fill this week, you're like, oh man, Red Bloodshot, I need more. The Harbinger Wars 2 Deluxe Edition came out this week. Um, we didn't get a preview PDF of that. They don't always do those. And so, um, you know, we don't need to talk about that. It was an okay series, you know, but like if you haven't read it, um, I think it, I think it included the the half issue that was couponed that we all had to clip our coupons for to get. Right. Oh, I think so. Um, so if you're if you're a deluxe edition collector, like you're, you're probably going to be getting it. Um, but that's another way, you know, if you're if you're like, hey, I need some more, I need some more Valiant, go pick up 
Harbinger Wars 2. Let us know what you think of it. Even if you hate it, let us know. Well, I'm glad that we got a book this week. Um, it's easy to be negative, but... Half full um, right here. We're half full. We want to be glad <laughs> half full. Um, well, the thing is, like... It's easy to complain about only getting two books a month. But imagine if we were getting no books a month. That would be a lot worse. So I'm much I'm much appreciative of the fact that we are getting two books a month, even if it's not as many as I'd like. So I hear that. Thank you to Valiant for at least putting out what you are putting out. And if you're able to do more, we want it. You know, that's all I can really say. I and I echo those sentiments. Hoosier, what do you think? Yep, we, we'll, we'll buy them. I'm all for it. I'm just checking. Oh, I'm sorry. I was not, it's not Greg. It is David Wall. David, David Wall, Wall is the other editor. So let oh, me, I let think, me, yeah. Uh, I think he was a top cow dude. He was. Yes, that is correct. I do. Okay. Yeah, it was David Wall, editor, not the American theater actor. Um, well, I'm glad we were able to clear that up. That yeah, I was... want to make sure. You know, if <laughs> we look at it, like, I would love to get a lot more books. I mean, period. Um, I want to eat up as much as I can. Um, not because I'm fat, because I want to read probably both. Um, I'll take um, but, but I think the more we can get, the, bet the merrier, right? Like, I would love to see a lot more Valiant books. I would love to see a lot more... Um, you know, of the characters that I love, that I've came to love, um, make their way, make their way back. Um, you know, I want to see Harbinger out. I want to see Shadow Man. I want to keep getting EXO. Um, I want these stories to keep developing, to create more content for something future. I mean, the movies was great, but, you know, I enjoy the books. Um, you know, I started reading a lot more other things recently, um, because of it, which is not a bad thing too, because there's a lot to, uh, there is a lot grabbing our attention. There's a lot pulling us. Like I said, that scares me of, you know, some people who may find something else and steer away. I know a lot of readers, valiant readers, that moved away from the big two to get with that tight continuity to get a certain amount of books. I don't think they wanted to be limited to two, but I know they didn't want to be, like, overwhelmed with 80, right? And other publishers are lowering their line a lot. DC is lowering their line a lot. Um, that is making it a little bit more inclusive to be able to add. Um, and so that's kind of what worries me. Um, but I enjoy it as a reader too. I don't know. Um, on that instance, like, what else are you guys reading? Well, I, really I listed off a bunch of the stuff I was already reading. Yeah. The one that last, I just got Last done, God. Last God. The Last good. God. Yeah. Yep. The one that I just got done reading the last volume was um, uh, something's eating, or something's killing our children. I have not read it. I mm -hmm. only have the first issue. It's all I've ever, I have. I haven't read it yet. Good little horror book. So I recommend it. So I mm. like that. Um, and then I read all of uh, Benjamin Percy's uh, Green Arrow run, which was actually really good uh, recently. Mm. I, I, I enjoyed that. I wouldn't mind seeing him. And I makes me want to read his uh, his run on Marvel right now. So yeah. So. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not a bad thing, um, but it's also, I would appreciate, you know, a, a Ninjack, an Exo, and a Bloodshot, and the Archer and Armstrong. Give me those four. 
and I am happy as shit every week at New Comic Book Day. You know, you know what's kind of weird is with Valiant, I'm not much of a person who's like, oh, I want that thing that happened like 20 some odd years ago. So like, I'm, I mean, like as much as I will, I will, I will live and die by the fact that I love the work of Jim Shooter and, and Bob Layton. I'm not saying they need to ever come back, you know, like, especially like Shooter. I, I don't really like his new writing anymore, but um, Bart Sears was sh- showing off some art for like uh, Exo Metawar and Turok. And I was just like, you know what? I just wish like in like a, I know it could never happen, but like, and it might not even be that great, you know, on the writing side, but I'd love to look at like, 48 to 64 pages of just like Turok and Exo just like killing dinosaurs and fighting aliens. I'd love to see that again. You know? Yep. Seeing Magnus running around in his skirt and white boots. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Little white go-go boots. It's it's, uh, I'm trying to think what the term is for what he's wearing. Um, I well, regardless of all of that, I'm glad that we got a book. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see where this goes. I want more Rampage. I'm down to see a big brawl between Bloodshot and Rampage. Um, When's yeah. our next issue of anything? When is, is Exo the next one? It I don't might. Know. I'm the one sitting in a car figuring this shit out. You guys suck. I got to yeah. say, you guys... Correct. Uh, I, I, I think you got to get out of there as fast as you can before the popo get called on you, dude. Like, someone's going to think you're you know, just like. There, 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 it looks like somebody's power on this sign showed up, and you see it blinking black and blue and red. It's like an open sign, which it ain't open, but I, somebody doesn't care about their power bill. <laughs> you know? Well, we appreciate the fact that you've uh, soldiered on, man. You, January 27th, Exo Manowar number four is coming out. Hey, one thing about that issue, holy shit, there's a variant. I think there's like a 1 in 25 variant on that one that looks amazing. All the covers. I see four covers. Yeah. Yeah, I Um, mean, and and that's, I should reiterate what I I went and meant to say. Is it the one where it's quoting? It's like the one where, like, the the logo looks a little, uh, it's like put in a different place. And it has the O as the earth? Yeah, I think that looks so rad. Agreed. So, and I'm glad, and I'm glad that we're getting some incentive variants again. I'm a fan, <laughs> dude. I would dig. There's the one where it looks like he's like, you know, he's got his 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 uh, he's sparks coming from his hands. I, I wouldn't mind a chromium cover here and there with that. I think that would just look freaking awesome. I know. Come on, Valiant, give us the chromium. Come on, kids of the nineties, right? We, we uh, you you created this monster. You've got to keep this monster going now. Feed <laughs> the beast. All right. Okay. Well, the beast. I'm glad we got one issue instead of zero issues this week, and I can't wait to read Exo Man War number four. Hopefully, everyone watching and listening will join us then, and. Uh, we will get to talk about it. And then uh, when Savage comes out, we'll get to talk about that as well. So thanks everybody. And uh, this has been get value. Number one eighty two. I think the big one, eight, two, man. One, eight, two. And we'll see you guys all next time in get value. Number one, eighty three. Bye. One eighty three. It's going to be bigger. Swear.